What's up, you guys? You are listening to Taboo Talks with Destiny. That's right, ladies. This is your new go-to podcast for all of those down and dirty, nitty-gritty questions. Are you ready? Let's go. What's up, everybody? I am back for part two of this little orgasms podcast episode. Last week, I wanted to speak about orgasms and the importance of both partners reaching that climax point, uh, not necessarily together, but just getting there in general. I think a lot of the times uh, women allow their partner to not meet their needs and then get frustrated when their needs aren't being met. Uh, And I think the problem starts like before that. I think the problem is not knowing what your needs are and how to get you there and feeling comfortable wanting to explore that and ask questions and figuring it out. And I think that's kind of how life is. Like we want all these things, but it's kind of uncomfortable figuring out how to get them. And there's a lot of growing pains that we have to go through till we figure out what's right for us and what works for us. Uh, But it's important that we go through that stuff and figure it out. And I think the same thing applies in sex, especially if you are in a committed relationship with a partner that you, you know, have made that commitment to, to be faithful and lifelong partners, it's extremely important to be on the same page when it comes to your needs in the bedroom and sexual energy. Some people really have a lot of sexual energy and they have a lot of needs that need to be met. And while, you know, others don't, both both parties are still valid and meeting both people's needs and finding a compromise where everybody feels comfortable and valued is so important. And so today in part two, we're going to talk about where the female G-spot is located, where the male G-spot is located, and just how there are so many different ways to reach satisfaction that have absolutely nothing to do with any kind of penetration. So if you guys are down to ride this (laughs) ride with me, let's go. Okay. So first things first, where is the G spot? Now, a lot of people will say like, oh, it's in your clitoris because, you know, that's where like things for most women feel really good. And while there is 8,000 nerves and the clitoris, that's actually not where the G spot is located. The G spot for women is located, um, in your stomach about a couple three depending on you know how many rolls you have in your stomach or if you have a long torso or short torso Um, but it's a few inches below your belly button and a few inches above your mons pubis and so when you are having sex and you are being penetrated a lot of times you can feel it in your stomach Um, and so that is actually where that one specific spot, you ladies know what I'm talking about. That's where your G spot is located. And 
some people will beg to differ and say that everybody has G-spots in a different place. Um, everybody has it in the same space, but you may not climax to G-spot stimulation. So all of the female's G-spot is in the same spot, but that doesn't mean that's where you reach your climax. Um, a lot of women need clitoral stimulation to orgasm, and so their G-spot can be hit from penetration, but that is not what gets them to the point of orgasming. And that's something that men and women both need to know, and it's something you need to know about your body so when you're talking to your partner about things that get you excited or turn you on or what gets you to that ending explosion, you know how to tell them. Um, and obviously, depending on your level of intimacy and experience, it's going to take some time to figure that out. But that's why we're creating this podcast to encourage you to figure it out for yourself and to not feel any kind of shame um, when it comes to sex in your body, as long as this is age appropriate. <laughs> um, and for males, the G-spot is actually located between their um, penis and their ass, and it's in that little taint spot, if you will. Um, and so that's why uh, a lot of men like simulation in that area, and some men obviously uh, like penetration in that area as well. And so you really kind of have to figure out for each person whether they are a G-spot orgasmer, because sometimes, like I said, with females, you're not orgasming from hitting that G-spot. Something else brings you to that climax point, and that's normal, and that's totally okay. And then there's some people who are G-spot people, and that is great too. Um, so really finding that out for yourself and then for your partner is going to be crucial in making sure that each person is able to get to that point. Obviously, there's other um, obstacles that can come into play as far as like being comfortable and um, kind of getting out of your head because you can know and your partner can know how to get you there. But if you're stuck in your own head um, or you're distracted and you don't know how to relax and let loose, it's not going to happen for you. And that's, you know, just something we all have to be mindful of and work on if that's something that you struggle with. Um, always share that with your partner if, you know, you feel like you can't relax or you're, they're not making you feel their presence isn't making you feel relaxed or calm. Um, share that with your partner because you, we never want to kind of get in our own way. So if a partner doesn't realize that they need to help us out and getting relaxed and feeling comfortable, they're going to probably think that um, they're doing something wrong and or that you're not turned on by them. And that just creates a whole loophole of problems. So communication is key um, when it comes to sex and orgasming. Obviously, consent is the number one C when it comes to sex. The second is communication. And the third is climax. If you have consent and you communicate, you guys can get to the climax. I just made that up, by the way, right here, right now. Um, and for females, 
The fourth C is usually going to be the clit. Bum, bum, bum. I had to throw that in there. Um, and I know a lot of females, I have a lot of friends that actually don't need any stimulation in that area to get them there. Now, I will say, I think for a lot of women, the reason why they don't like stimulation there is because they're not comfortable. They don't know how to relax with somebody looking straight at their lady bits because they aren't comfortable with their own lady bits. So when it comes to having somebody else down there, like literally face in your stuff, they they can't relax so they can't possibly enjoy it um so i would encourage you if that's you and you're listening or if you're listening and your girlfriend doesn't like that but you like that um it might be one because you need to work on your skills (laughs) but it also might be because they're just not comfortable um and they don't know how to be comfortable with their own body and as A partner, especially if you're in like a committed relationship, helping your, helping your significant other, um, value and love their body is, is their own job, but you can always play a role in that. Um, and being an encourager and showing affection and support is always the right answer. So moving on, um, I would say if you are at the point where you're comfortable and you know how to um, communicate that with your partner, what you like um, and what gets you to that point, the next part is the fun stuff, is trying things out, trying new things. The worst thing that can happen, I feel like, in a relationship where everything is going good is when you get into a mundane routine. And I feel like that's just like so common um, is to just like go with a mundane and you just have this routine and you lose like the luster and the love. And that happens like just because it's life like we're busy with life and we're distracted and we're caught up with like all of these other things that we have to worry about and sometimes our partner gets the short end of the stick because we just don't have energy at at the end of the day whether you're male or female um it's it's rough and so we fall into this like mundane routine and um, a lot of times that happens in the bedroom and that's when people start getting bored Um, and you know maybe one partner reaches out and the other partner isn't interested or one partner doesn't reach out because they know that they're going to get turned down Um, and I think it's really important to be mindful of the fact that um, you know, if you want, if you, we all change like over time. Um, like we're constantly growing and evolving. And I, and I think that has to happen in a relationship too. You have to grow and evolve together. And some people like it like super vanilla and they're going to be content with vanilla for the rest of their life. And that's absolutely great. Um, if it's not broke, don't fix it. But if it is starting to get broken, um, whip some tools out of that tool belt and try them out is all I'm saying. Okay. That's, that's all I'm saying. So if you guys, you know, 
know how to get there, um, you might have to switch things up every once in a while. And that doesn't have to mean anything crazy, but I mean like the same thing every single time is probably not going to be ideal um, for a forever thing. So if you're starting to feel like, I feel like I can't get my partner there, or I feel like he's just not getting me there, or I feel like I'm something is off, like I'm not getting him there. Have a conversation, be brave, communicate, and then get to moving, people. Try something new, spice it up, whether that's like putting on some lingerie or having a conversation about like, one thing I've been learning in my course that I'm taking is that there are different um, time frames and levels of intimacy. And so intimacy starts out as like a mutual attraction. You're both attracted to one another. And then there is arousal, like you get turned on, you're aroused. And then there is, now this isn't like the actual terminology. I'm just pulling what I can remember right now. Um, But there's attraction and then there's arousal and then there's like the physical act or whatever. And then there is the climax so there's like foreplay would be like the physical like the beginning and then there is climax and then there is afterwards the connection that is there afterwards and so one thing that I think we really forget to pay attention to or even give any importance is that each individual might have a different heightened level of um, arousal or interest in, in other areas. And I know I'm, I'm not really making sense when I say this. So like, while someone might not even need the like mental stimulation of the attraction, that might be this like rev of someone else's engine. Um, and that might be what really gets them turned on while some other people don't really get turned on or excited until foreplay and they need a lot of foreplay um whether that's mental foreplay or physical they might need a lot of that and that is really what turns them on even more so than the actual um enjoyment of the climax and some people really crave that intimacy um post climax and that high or that feeling that they get after that And each person um, spends a different amount of time in those five stages. And when it comes to figuring out the steps or in the anatomy of an orgasm, um, I think that's an important, a really crucial thing to keep in mind is that... um, Climax and orgasm isn't just about like penetration or whatever there can be so much that builds up to it and when we take all that stuff away and we expect to climax from a little bit of wham bam thank you ma'am pumping action maybe that does it for some people but majority of the time there are there's so many different factors and so if you're really having trouble getting there or if you're having trouble with your partner getting you there um or if you're having trouble getting your partner there um no matter what side of this you're on i really think that 
thinking about that is so huge. And obviously, well, for me, it's obvious, but the factor also comes into play. um, Both parties probably want to uh, have the other person initiate. It always feels good to know when your significant other wants you, when they're turned on by you. And so it's a crazy thing. I feel like a lot of women want their man to come on to them. They don't want to have to to come on to them. But I feel like sometimes, you know, the guys are tired. Like they want to feel wanted as well. They want to feel desired just like we as women do. Um, and so I think no matter if you like who you're with or what the dynamics of your relationship is, you also need to remember that if your partner is always if your partner is the one that always has to come on to you, you coming on to them could be the very thing that changes the dynamic of that time that you spend together and could very well result in an outcome that you really enjoy or that makes them really happy or you really happy. Um, And I know it shouldn't have to be this complicated or in my mind, it shouldn't have to be this complicated. But yet again, that's why I'm here. That's what this podcast is for is because there's so many people uh, going through different things or different struggles um, and not feeling like they can talk about it or like there's any information out there. Um, And I feel like a lot of the information that's out there about this stuff is so uh like scripted and printed and just not like realistic so um yeah I just hope that you guys really think about this stuff and can get some value from it um I'm loving this course that I'm taking and me being a very open person and very comfortable um in a lot of different scenarios, I'm learning so much and I feel like I know a lot because I have experienced a lot in my colorful life. Um, and I'm just learning so much and I love that um, there's information out there and I love that I have this platform to be able to share it because just having even conversations with my girlfriends, they're like, wow, I never even thought about that. And it's crazy um, how we just kind of think things are just supposed to work when in reality, like we, we have to do a lot of work on ourselves and we have to make conscious effort um, to have the results that we want. We have to show up and put in the work and that just goes for everything, even freaking sex, you guys. So that's all I have for you today. Today's a little bit shorter of an episode, but I hope that I said something that resonated with you that can help you. And really quickly, if you are struggling and you do need some things to spice up the bedroom, I do have um, a lot of toys and a lot of fun things uh, that I have just become affiliated with. I partnered with an amazing company. Um, they're like the number one company in the market for um, sex toys and lubes and all things romance fun in the bedroom. And I'm going to do next week's episode on uh, just kind of 
the different ways that you can spice things up and kind of create a little bit more comfort and ease in the bedroom. And um, yeah, I'm going to be doing a review on a special swing. So I'm super excited to get that in and test it out. Give it a go. If you know what I mean, take it for a ride. Um, So that will be next week's episode. But yeah, if you guys are having trouble or you're really just curious about what ways you can spice things up, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. Um, I would love to help you and share with you um, the products that I love and that I have used. And you can tune in next week for a full podcast episode on that. All right, I hope you guys loved it and I'll see you next time. Thank you guys so much for listening and tuning in yet again. I hope you enjoyed this second part of orgasms, how to achieve them, how to be comfortable having the conversation about them and knowing that as a female, your orgasm matters as well. Um, As always, you guys can follow me on social media at Destined to Inspire or on my waxing business page at The Smooth Secret. Um, I do have a link tree with Um, links and websites for my After Dark uh, Desires collection. And um, you can always find my podcast on there from my Instagram. So I want to thank you guys again and have a good night.